You're listening to Rhema for Today. But the thought I wanted to get over to you is while Peter yet spake unto them, the Holy Ghost fell like rain. Hallelujah. The Holy Ghost fell upon them. And they began to speak with other tongues. Sometimes folks do more than speak with other tongues. Evidently, they must act like they're drunk because they thought they're drunk. Peter said, these are not drunken as you suppose, seeing this is but the third hour of the day. But this is that. This is that. Hallelujah. Welcome to Rhema for Today. Kenneth E. Hagan continues his teaching on how to possess the land. Next on Rhema for Today Radio. Also, later in today's program, I'll tell you about this month's special radio offer. Right now, let's join Kenneth E. Hagan for today's message. And between the Lord and my wife, I improved considerably by the time I was 25. But from 17 up till in my early 20s, anybody that wanted to debate the scriptures, I mean, they, they, they just see me, just see me. Amen. And if I could say it unbelievably, which I can't, I'd whip them every time. Because I could quote three-fourths of the New Testament. They'd quote one, and I'd quote two. And they'd quote two, and I'd quote three. And they'd quote three, and I'd quote four. And I'd just keep a quote in Scripture. Praise God till they'd just finally shut up. In fact, there's a fella in our country church, a man that graduated from the seminary. He was a Bible teacher. Graduated from the seminary of his particular church. And so one of the Methodist brethren told me, he said, now, Mr. Johnson said he's going to get that little preacher. I wasn't about 19 years old, 18 years, well, it's 19, uh, Sunday, because our Sunday school lesson was from Romans, the sixth chapter, where it talks about water baptism. Well, I just taught my class. I taught an adult class, you see, uh, the older folks, both men and women. And I went just as fast as I could. I didn't even stop and get my breath. I didn't give him a chance to say anything. And I just went right through it. And the bell rang. Well, we had 10 minutes, you see, before you go to something else. So when that bell rang, he just stood up right there in my Sunday school class and, and, and began to say some things and quote some scripture. And he quoted one and I quoted two. And he quoted two and I quoted three. And we just slugged it out for 10 minutes right there in front of the Sunday school class. And finally, about the time the second bell rang, he grabbed my hand, shook hand, right in front of my son, shook hand me. He said, you're the first man outside the church of Christ I've ever seen that's saved. <laughs> man, I convinced him I was saved. I'd take him on. I'd take him on. But I found out it never helped anybody. No. Never straightened anybody out. I can't help it because it's wrong. So I was holding a meeting. And, and, and I'd learned a little something, you know, between the Lord and my wife for helping me. But anyway, I saw these people come into the meeting. When we prayed, they didn't, I noticed they never did bow their head. Just looked very stiff and cold, like they'd just gone out of the refrigerator. <laughs> so when the meeting was all over, afterwards they came up, we shaking hands with people. Very first night of the meeting we were holding. We were pastors, but we went to hold this meeting. And they said, we'd like to uh, have a discussion with you. Well, I got them located. They won't argue and debate. Well, I said, I'm not interested in debate, and I'd gotten over all that. Oh, no, we don't want to just debate. We want to discuss the Scripture. Because they said, uh, if we're not saved, you are. 
or if you are saved, we are not. I said, that's the best evidence in the world that you're not saved because I know I am. <laughs> Amen. But anyway, they convinced me, you know, that they really meant business and so we're, we're honest and sincere. And I said, okay. So we met three of them and one of me. And uh, we'd get to discussing scriptures, you see, in different areas. And they got a little rabbit path they'll run down through in the New Testament. And they'd get back over in that rabbit path. And after about two, maybe two and a half hours of discussion, I finally said, because we only had night services, I said, I, I, I've got to get ready for my night service. I'm not going to discuss any more scripture with you unless by mutual agreement we all agree that we'll take any subject that you want to discuss and both of us will stay with that one subject until we're both satisfied and ready to move on to something else. Unless you agree to that, it's over. All right, they said, we agree to it. We'll take any subject and, and both of us, we won't change and get off on something else. I said, all right, what do you want to discuss? Well, they said that Holy Ghost business. I knew right then they didn't know a thing in the world about him. Amen. I knew right then they didn't know a thing in the world about him. So I said to them, they said they wanted to discuss that Holy Ghost business. I said, what do you want to know about him? They said to me, what is it? The Holy Ghost ain't it. The Holy Ghost is him. I said, what do you want to know about him? They, they said, what is it? I said, you've got your Bible there in your hand. Tell me what it is then. Well, they said, Jesus said, my words, their spirit and their life. He said, there the Holy Ghost is, the Bible. You've got it right there in your hand. Oh, I said, I'm so glad to learn that. I always wondered what that was fell on Carnegie's household. I said, I imagine if the Bible fell all the way from heaven, they tell me the sun's 93 million miles away and heaven's above that. And if the Bible that fell on them is as big as mine, I imagine when it hit them in the head and knocked them out. And the main spokesman with these two behind him got up and said to the other, let's go home. I said, I don't blame you. I'd stayed home. I hadn't known more about the New Testament than that. That's the end of my debating days. You never convinced them. Of course, they couldn't convince me because they didn't know anything to convince you with. But the thought I wanted to get over to you is while Peter yet spake unto them, the Holy Ghost fell Amen. like rain. Amen. Hallelujah. The Holy Ghost fell upon them. And they began to speak with other tongues. Sometimes folks do more than speak with other tongues. Evidently, they must act like they're drunk because they thought they're drunk. Peter said, these are not drunken as you suppose, seeing this is but the third hour of the day. But this is that. This is that. Hallelujah. Now, I want you to go a little bit further with me. Turn over to the book of James. Turn over to the book of James. James chapter 5, verse 7. James chapter 5, verse 7. Be patient, therefore, brethren, unto the coming of the Lord. Now, in my Bible, there's a little number one by the word patient. And I look over in the margin, and the margin, I find number one, and it said GR. That stands for Greek. It said the Greek said long patience. Or it means to suffer with patience. 
Be patient, long patient, suffering with patience, brethren, unto the coming of the Lord. Behold, the husbandman waiteth. What's he waiting on? For the precious fruit of the earth. In other words, Jesus is waiting on a harvest. The precious fruit of the earth. He's waiting on a harvest. Now notice in connection with the harvest, it says, and he hath long patience for it until he receive the early and the latter rain. In other words, he receives the harvest as a result of the outpouring of the early and the latter rain. I've said it before, I'll say it again. The Bible talks about, Jesus himself talks about the sower went forth to sow. Some fell on this ground, some on that and so on. Finally, some of it did fall on good ground. But you know just as well as I know that in the natural and the same thing's true in the spiritual, that no matter how good the ground is, no matter how good the seed is, if there's no rain, there's no harvest. Amen? And you see, a lot of people's got the word all right, but there's no rain with it. No water. You've got to water it. The garden, you're God's garden. Paul said to the church at Corinth, you're God's garden. The garden has to be watered by teaching the word under the inspiration of the Holy Ghost and by the manifestation of the Holy Ghost. Amen. Ten years ago, we were having prayer meetings. That's what every one of them ought to be called. is a prayer meeting. You ought to meet to pray. I'll take a little side journey. It won't cost you anything. It's all free. I pastored 12 years. I never had anything but prayer meetings. Somebody said, we're going to have an intercessory prayer meeting. Well, you're going to miss it then. Intercession might be part of it, but have a prayer meeting. That is, you meet to pray any way the Lord wants you to pray. Intercession is just one way of praying. Why don't you ever say we're going to have a supplication meeting? The Bible mentions in the New Testament supplication more than it does intercession. Supplication is mentioned in one verse twice. Ephesians 6, 18. Praying always with all prayer and supplication in the Spirit and watching thereunto with all perseverance and supplication for all saints. Amen? Why didn't we say we're, all, we're going to have supplication meeting? Well, that's a little foreign to you. We didn't know what they're talking about. See, what we did just lumped everything. I said we. I was just guilty. Everybody else. just lumped everything except certain kinds of praying as intercession. It isn't intercession at all. It's supplication. No, what you ought to do is have prayer meetings and pray any way the Lord wants you to pray. Sometimes you'll pray all of them. Don't just pray one of them. But you see, by getting just a little bit off course, you take a fellow, you know, you could start home here if you live back up in New York, California, somewhere, and there's a navigator on that plane. If he left here in Tulsa, got just a little bit here in Tulsa, he just, just tied a little bit off course. But if he don't change that, if he don't correct that, by the time he gets to California, you may wind up down in Mexico. And that's what's happened to a lot of folks. See, they got a little bit off course and they didn't correct it and now they've got a way over here. Know how prayer meetings in your church. 
What do you mean, prayer? meet to pray? Welcome to Rama for Today with Kenneth and Lynette Hagan. You can find more great materials by Kenneth E. Hagan, Kenneth W. Hagan, and the rest of the Hagan family by visiting our online bookstore. Right now, I'd like to tell you about this month's special radio offer. First in this month's offer is Kenneth Hagan's book entitled Listen to Your Heart. Next is Kenneth E. Hagan's three CD series, The Spirit of Seeing and Knowing. The last item is Lynette Hagan's CD, Fuel Your Passion for God, all for the special radio price of $29. Call toll-free 1-888-FAITH-99. Again, call toll-free 1-888-FAITH-99. You can also order online at rhema.org. That's R-H-E-M-A dot O-R-G, rhema dot org. Or if you prefer to write to Kenneth Hagen Ministries, our address is P.O. Box 50126, Tulsa, Oklahoma, 74150. We always love to hear from our listeners, so write in or email us today and become a part of Rama for Today. Right now, Let's join Kenneth and Lynette Hagan. And uh, somebody said, well, what about your Living Faith Crusades? Well, hey, just go to rhema.org and yes. go to the page there where it talks about our crusades and the schedule is going to be on there. And so that's where you find our Living Faith Crusades or go to our, on our media pages. Yes. Uh, Rama or Kenneth Hagan Ministries. Rama and, USA. And Rama USA. Yeah. All the different places that we have apps. Uh, we got apps for the iPad, the iPhone, all of that. Yes. And uh, so you can find anything about us, just go on the media and type in rhema.org. You're going to come up with us. Tomorrow, more from Kenneth E. Hagan with his teaching, How to Possess the Land. If you'd like, you can visit our online bookstore at rhema.org. Thanks for listening to Rhema for Today with Kenneth and Lynette Hagan.